Hello and welcome to another edition of the Velodrome Podcast. I'm Steve, some of you know me as the Velo21 Guy, but today again I'm your host on this Velodrome Podcast. So once again we welcome you and thank you for listening, we really do appreciate it, I don't take it for granted, all the downloads are very much appreciated. If you get a chance and hit that follow button, that really does help support the show, help us grow, help reach more cyclists. And why not share it on your social media? If you've listened to the episode, enjoyed it, share it on your socials. Just help it get it out there to more people. And again, we'll touch on if you've listened to the show and you'd be interested in coming on, you can get in touch with me, Velo double underscore 21 on Instagram. That's Velo double underscore 21 on Instagram. That's probably the best way to get in touch with me. Send me a DM. If you're a cyclist, passionate about your cycling, we'd love to get you on the podcast. So once again, we've got another fantastic guest lined up for you today. Without further ado, let's dive straight in. We are talking to... It's Mark Clark of Velo Tool 1970. How are you, Mark? Are you well? Welcome to the Velodrome Podcast. Hi, hi, Steve. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, we've been looking forward to this. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's crack on. <laughs> yeah, good. So, first of all, I'd like to say thanks for coming on the show as well. It, like you know, we really appreciate your time coming on and, re- and recording with us today. So that that's great. So I always like to touch on how we know each other it's through Instagram again. We have met in person um, once when I met up with uh, John Fish, not dead yet as well, um, on the 8th of September, the, the day the, the Queen passed away. Well, the tour of Britain was on, wasn't it, that we, we mm-hmm. met up one evening then. Um, but we've never ridden together, which is a shame, which we, we were trying to get sorted out, weren't we, um, quite recently as well with john again um but yeah hopefully we'll get a ride in soon so obviously we're talking about a cycling podcast and you recently posted a picture on your instagram of your first ever bike which was a rally tomahawk so that's where your cycling journey started um so tell us about how your love for bikes has has continued from there yeah well so so my first bike yeah it was a rally uh, tomahawk I, i really wanted a chopper but i just want big enough for that bike just at that, 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 that time so well, well the next best thing was a valley tomahawk and uh and, and I, I loved that bike and it was it wasn't was a brand new bike it was a second hand bike we always had i remember growing up as a kid we always had uh second hand bikes because um in the 70s and 80s nobody had a lot of money especially where we lived so um uh, my dad always used to um build bikes he's always he's always into building um bikes and and motorbikes because uh, he used to be um he used to do uh, racing at cadwell park mm-hmm. uh, and it's only after um after he had a, an accident and um, it's sort of like put him off uh, motorcycling and so he, he decided to take up uh, uh, ro- road biking instead but yeah yeah so my first bike was uh, the uh, tomahawk which which i absolutely loved and had uh, many, many many happy memories on um but then one Christmas, because um, my dad was into road cycling, he, and, and I was sort of like, uh, you know, as you do, you follow your dad, and you, and you just loved everything he does, and you just want to be like him. So um, he built me um, my first racer um, uh, for Christmas, and, and it was absolutely brilliant. He just resprayed it, and absolutely loved it, and and you know had many miles, many happy you know, miles riding that bike, yeah. And uh, to keep him fit, I, mean, I had to. So when when I was um, 
growing up, I always wanted to um, join the Marines. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I th- actually, the f- my first my first uh, thought was I wanted to be a fireman because um, where we lived, I my my bedroom, I could see the um, the fire station just a few uh, blocks away, and I could see into their yard, and uh, and every every night during the summer, they used to, they used to play volleyball. And uh, I used to sit out my bedroom window, <laughs> looking at the fireman playing volleyball. I thought, oh, that looks like a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might, I might go for that. But uh, anyway, uh, do a bit of research anyway. But I decided I wanted to join the Marines. So at, at sixteen, I uh, I decided I was I joined the Marines. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the youngest um, um, ages you can join is that at the time. It was in nineteen. 1986. Mm-hmm. So I'm showing my age a bit now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I joined the Marines. So I, I went um, without um, a bike for a, a couple of years and I didn't really get into it uh, uh, again um, for a few years, a few years after that. I always, mm-hmm. always kept fit. Um, and then when I, when I got married and, and we had a, um, a married quarters away from the, the, uh, the camp where where I was based, I uh, decided to get a bike again and uh, ride to work every morning. So mm. that's where I really got back into cycling again. So when did that start? When did the when did you buy the bike after after getting married? When when was that? When did you start back up again? Well, it was in um, Americorters in um, a place called Plimpton in, near Plymouth, mm. and um, I bought. I think I bought. A, it was a mountain bike actually. I thought mountain bikes had just started. Uh, becoming popular it was really uh, as you know back back the first mountain bike went that good really it was just mm. uh, just like a almost a almost a racing bike but not if you know mm. <laughs> but with chunky tires and that and and um uh, the brakes weren't great they weren't they weren't like they are now um the pull brake what the time v v brakes v brakes that's yeah. the one yeah, v brakes yeah, so really, there was really very basic in them days, and uh, but yeah, uh, I, ch- I changed the tires. To, it was a bit too chunky, so <laughs> I had more, um, more more like road tires, and and yeah, I used to ride to ride to work on that every day. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Ten fifteen miles. Yeah, so it's a, de- a decent commute though. Still, isn't it that like 10, 10 yeah. 15 miles a day? Yeah, is, it was. Is, yeah, uh, a fair old amount. So, mm-hmm. how do you stay motivated to keep cycling now? Well. Um, uh, in, in my 40s, I, I, I decided to, to join a, a, a club um, and join my, my, my local club and, and, and started getting into into riding longer distances. And mm. uh, and I thought, I, I'd always like challenges and, and that. So I thought, I wonder if I could uh, do a time trial. And I don't know if you've ever tried um, racing or time trials, but... Yeah, it gives you that little bit of a spare, and it gives you a reason to get out and train and, and do a bit more. So um, for a few years, I, I, I still do um, the odd time trial, but I, I ain't got enough time to do it now. Mm. But um, yeah, so that's how I stay motivated really, and to keep fit as as most most people do, and, and keep the weight off because I'm I'm quite broad, I'm quite quite stocky, so it's hard. I find it hard keeping the weight off. So mm. uh, and uh, so, so I, I do as much cycling as I, as, as I can, but uh, it's uh, yeah, I'm time constrained. <laughs> I do a lot of lot of uh, rides on the turbo. 
Yeah, good stuff. Like just like you say, just keep keep your legs turning to keep yourself mm. fit. It's, it's yeah, quite absolutely. important, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So one thing we touched on at the start, obviously you're from Velotool, which we'll come on to in more detail a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, your Velotool Insta account was, was hacked, wasn't it, quite recently, which is your business account. Um, yeah, yeah. How's it going with that? Are you looking to get that back, or is it still just in limbo at the moment? Because you know Velotool 1970, aren't you, just to make an, a new account? Yeah, well, um, yeah, it did get hacked, and um, I, I recently got... Um, COVID again, mm. <laughs> the old Jenny T. Yeah, I got COVID again. I was a little bit of a low point and um, wasn't feeling very well and, and just answering messages. And, also, and, and anyway, I ended up getting hacked. Um, uh, so I was a bit concerned at first. I thought, oh, my God, that's all my, all my contacts gone yeah. <laughs> and all the content and all the rest of it. I mean, it's still out there, but I just haven't got any control over it. Um, but after a few days of... Uh, panicking a little bit or no um decided well i've got another account because i i originally set up my business um as uh reno cycling so i had a reno cycling account already with with quite quite a few followers on already and most of them followers were the same people so mm. uh decided to just change the name to um the, the tag name to, to uh, velotool uh, 1970 and just carry on from there and just and build it up Mm-hmm. So it's going nicely. I'm, I'm not that bothered about the other account now. If I don't get it back, I don't get it back. It's just Instagram. Yeah. It's, it's not that important to me. Yeah. Cause, so what's your relationship like with Instagram? Are you, are you quite up with it? Do you, do you feel like you, you do enough with, with your Instagram account or is it just kind of there for you? Yeah, Instagram. I, I never used to have an Instagram account. I only only started my Instagram account when I started my business because I thought, well, it, 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 to get your your business out there and and and, and that it's you need the, all the socials. Um, so I only used to have a Facebook account, mm. but uh, so I, so so I started set up all all my socials from there, and it was only a couple of years ago. So um, and because I wasn't um, didn't have anything, I didn't know any knowledge of Instagram or anything that only what my kids did and a few people who I knew. So it was all like a massive learning curve as, as running a business is just the same. And it all goes hand in hand as, as you know, advertising and all the rest of it. And it's another way of just getting, getting your brand out there. But um, I've met some amazing people since mm. joining uh, like yourself. Um, also, uh, a lad called um, Raul from Project Cycling Sunrise, who I've met. Obviously, John Fish, um, just to name a few. And and I'm just been blown away since um, by you know having met these people, having conversations, and and how you know I've just been blown away by how much people want to help you, in as a as a new business, as a startup business. Um, yeah, they've just. just but no, I mean, you know, don't want anything from me themselves. You just, just love the fact that they can, they just like to just help me. And it's mm. just been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I found that as well. That You mm. know, like you said, you, you kind of need it on there for the exposure, but then at mm-hmm. the same time, and you have to put a bit of work in, but the reward, mm-hmm. from it, like you say, like meeting the new people like yourselves and, and, 
everything like everything else that goes with it that community spirit as well that it's it's you know it's it's bringing people together isn't it and you know and yeah and yeah i found exactly that as well that people like approach oh i'll share this for you i'll do this for you i'll do mm. this for you mm. and they don't have to but they kind no, of want to because they've either used your products and they think oh these are brilliant so more people need to know about it which is great mm-hmm. and that's that's the beauty of it really that it just helps it to grow mm-hmm. so it is a necessity for it to be there um but it is a useful tool as well so if we go back to your <clears throat> cycling a little bit do you are you have you got a target mileage for 2023 you pushing yourself to do like a, a set amount of miles or do you just ride as and when yeah it's something i've never really uh, got too bogged down with um uh, mileage uh, uh, or set mileage for, for the year or anything. I never, I don't, I've never really um, had any targets for that. I just, just ride, basically, mm. <laughs> ride for, just for the love of riding and obviously to train and uh, have a focus. Um, mm. And, and I, just, I just love every now and again. I just, I do a longer ride, and the buzz you get from from doing that is, is brilliant. You, know, you, you, you just get back from it, you feel. Yeah, you feel tired, but you actually feel quite great. You feel like you've achieved something, and yeah. um, I always find um, I look. I look, look I, most of my rides, I'm on my own, and so I work with my own thoughts. And uh, yeah, for me, it's relaxing. Even if it's even if, if, if even if I'm riding fast, I still find it relaxing for some reason. And I, I just I, I a lot of my uh, ideas and that for, for the business and that come from. From, from that going from riding the bike yeah yeah like you say it's your own kind of headspace oh, excuse me your own kind of headspace and that yeah. you can you can focus on um everything like you know obviously you've got to be aware of your surroundings at all times mm-hmm. still but you yeah. are very much in your own thoughts aren't you and, and you can sort of mm-hmm. almost have your own little business meeting with yourself with, oh, exactly yeah yeah. I find it quite useful for that as well. It's like, yeah. right, okay, I've got to plan this out. Right, mm. I need to do a ride. I can do it yeah. while I'm riding kind of thing. Yeah. And all the thoughts come and then I just come and jot, jot it down afterwards. Um, one thing we yeah. touched on a little bit is that you, you used to do a bit of TT, but you, you said you're struggling for time a little bit at the moment. Um, so do you fancy doing any more of that? Have you got any plans to, to get back in any, some TT races? Yeah, um because I stay, I try to still try to keep fit and that, and, and and ride as much as I can. So I've still got that base level fitness. It's just the the, the top end you, you tend to lose when because you're not focusing on any single event or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm not a million miles away from where I was anyway because um, because of the, the the structured training that I've been doing lately as well. Um, so yeah, I'll just do the odd TT just um, just so we can. Uh, meet up with the, the other cyclists at the end of the race and just have a chat and all, all, the, all the people I know from uh, the, the various clubs I've, I've joined over the years. Yeah, so yeah, so I, I think I'll just do that from now on just because I haven't got time to, to do it. I can't do everything. I, I work full-time, run a business and and to, to, to train and race and that, it takes so much time. So um, I just can't do it all. And really, I realise that last year um that's when i decided this year i'm gonna knock it on the head and but just still just just ride my bike for for pleasure rather than um have any focus on racing yeah so a a ride that you did for 
pleasure a little bit earlier in the year was the Paperboy ride I'd seen on Instagram that you'd gone to that. So do you want to mm-hmm. tell us about that day? Because it looked a great day. And I think, like, did, did they run this annually? Because I'll try and get to the next one, I think, because it looked absolutely brilliant. Yeah, uh, it was really good. Me, me and John set off um, from from Hull. I picked him up um, in Hull. And uh, we, we set off uh, to, to Leeds. That's where it's um, it's, it's all starts off from. And it's it's set up by um, North Brew and uh, Pariah. They, they've they've joined forces together, and, and they, they they do that yeah, it's annually once a year, I say. And um, it's like it's sportive, but not if you like. It's more of a relaxed sportive. There's no time chips or anything like that. There's no. T- it's just a route set up and they go off in groups and and do the ride and there's a there's a, a few stops along the way um around leeds and and um otley um uh, uh, where you can get refreshments and that and the, and the um i think it's a, i think the pubs <laughs> but uh so as, as north brew um set it up and everything mm. so yeah, so grab a pint and then off you go again. But yeah, it's it's, it's a great atmosphere. You, you do the ride, you, you get back to the to North Brew where where they're based, and uh, yeah, uh, like a bit of a um, bit of food and and drinks and a bit of coffee or or whatever you want to drink, and just have a good a good chat at the end of it, and it's absolutely brilliant. And and uh, I just put it out to as many people as I knew on Instagram and that uh, to, uh, enjoying. Anyway, it's it's all for. The charity as well. Mm. Um, I think I can't remember how much it was about. 30, I think it was about thirty quid or something like that to to, to, to do the ride, mm. which is not a lot of money. Um, and, and yeah, at the end of it, we just have a chat and and just talk to a, you know go around talking to everybody you know. And it's just a really good atmosphere, music going in the background, and mm. uh, yeah, so it's really great. Yeah, it looked like I say I'd seen as you say a few Instagrammers had gone and I'd mm. seen. Um, off quite a lot of people's socials it looked an absolutely brilliant day mm-hmm. the weather was perfect as well it was. it was a lovely hot hot sunny day as well mm-hmm. which obviously may have helped morale uh, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit especially once it's fueled by the beer stops as well mm-hmm. so uh, yeah but it did look yeah. a, a great day out yeah. so have you got any other um big rides or challenges booked in for this year or even in 2024 is there anything on on the cards at all I haven't got any book booked in as such, but me and John, um, John Face, we've been we're talking about um, doing a twelve-hour ride. Mm. But um, um, I think around this um, local circuit, which is a um, it's uh, the place again. It's um, it's, it's in Hull, Ennerdale, mm. the Ennerdale circuit. It's uh, a, a leisure centre, and they've got the purpose-built track. Around there, it's about half, half a mile long or something like that. Mm. And and I thought, I wonder if we could do that, but not do it on a road bike. I, I was I was thinking of just doing it on um, on my elephant bike. Okay. Yeah, um, my elephant bike is yeah. is actually my favourite bike. Uh, it's an ex post office bike, uh, which I bought. It, and I bought it from uh, what's well, a company charity company called. Um, Cycle, uh, Cycle of Good UK, and they, um, if if you buy one of their bikes, um, they donate one to um, Malawi in Africa. Yeah, so um, 
That's one of the things they do. Um, but they, 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 what they did, they collected all these um, ex-post office bikes and uh, resprayed them, did them up. They've got their own workshop and everything. And, um, and, and they do that. So you buy one of these and, and they donate one, which I thought absolutely brilliant. It's my favorite bike because just because of the history of it and all the rest of that. And, but also you're doing some good as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I do is um, I'm collecting the tubes and, and for, for the same company, uh, we uh, collect as many in tubes as we can and mm-hmm. get them recycled. What they do, they, they send, uh, well, I send the inner tubes to, to them. They, Send them to Malawi in Africa, and the local people there they um, make things out of them. They make wallets, bags, belts, all sorts, mm. and they they come back to the UK uh, and get sold. And then all the money goes back to the people who made them in the first place, the Malawians. Yeah, so that's uh, I thought that's brilliant, and it's a brilliant way to do a bit of recycling, doing doing a bit for for uh, the, the environment, and mm. doing a bit of good. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. So, when's this twelve-hour ride on the cards for then? Is there any, <laughs> is there any date planned? Or yeah, there's no. We've just in um, just been chatting about it really, but we do want to do it. I, I think. I think it's going to be on the cards, but I'm okay. not sure of a date yet. Yeah, so, you'll have uh, to let me know. Yeah, fancy doing having a go yourself? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm committed to all these things on this podcast now. I'll have to do like yeah, all, these, all these challenges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everest in, <laughs> double Everest in. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say no, that. No, no. <laughs> no, I did think actually. I, I, I was. I had a crazy thought in my head, thinking I could do Everest in on me on the um, the post office night. Me, I think that. And I thought, oh no, how much does. How much does it weigh? It weighs about 24 kilos. I was going to say, that it's a chunky it's got, bike, isn't it? It's like got that? three gears. <laughs> and, uh, so <laughs> I did have a little bit of a practice up a, up a, um, a hill for an hour and I thought, this is going to be a horrendous thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is a stupid idea. That'd be tough. <laughs> I worked it out. I, I worked out um, my elevation, what I did in an hour. And, um, and I worked out how long it would take. And, yeah. Uh, it's like about 36 hours wow. <laughs> or more yeah. so um, I thought oh, that's not really doable that and Aidan you know. King who we've had on previous podcasts who's done it we've got him on a, an Everesting special one so obviously he's done Everest in the past and he said to me that if the first five reps should feel really easy hmm. um, like easier than you think you think you'd be able to go faster and then that's about the right pace because it, you, the duration is so long, you've got to stay mm-hmm. well within your means um, mm-hmm. to be able to do it. So imagine on a 24-kilo bike trying to haul mm-hmm. that up. That's Yeah, it's not easy right from the start. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's no. A, it's a great, it's a great um, idea, but I'm not – well, at the time, it was a great idea. <laughs> In reality, it's not. It's not really doable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's yeah. good. It, it's good on the flat though. Once it gets going, what are the gears like? Then you said you don't, you've only got three gears. Is it quite a high? Yeah, the the old uh, old style gears gears with a little chain on the back. Yeah, those? Um, uh, and uh, yeah, they're not very they're not very good gears. Mm. <laughs> I can imagine. I'm not sure it'll be that reliable either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. So would he get you, you you through thirty six hours? That's the thing. Yeah, um, that that is the thing. Yeah. Uh, so I mainly use it for taking my orders to the uh, the local shop yeah. every morning, um, uh, just to drop them off to on the yodel to take away. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. So I'd seen you, you mentioned a little bit earlier that you do tend to ride solo um, a bit, but you also do ride with the um, Outlands Cycling Club. And I've seen a few Instagrammers ride with them too. So do you want to talk a little bit about the, that uh, club? Yeah, the club was... Um, I got involved with them through John, really. John John, um, John Fish, when he um, uh, broke his... I think he, he broke his arm. Or, um, uh, at the same time, um, somebody who he followed uh, called Dan Stevens, Stevenson. Um, he broke his arm or, or his leg at the same time. They were they was chatting away and, that, mm. and they were talking about... Um, uh, making um, making a new club because mm-hmm. um, he was uh, he worked he works for Pariah as a kit designer um, and and John um, who's, who's now a um, ambassador for Pariah as well um, so they got talking away and and uh, although John's not involved in the club as mm-hmm. such um, the club the club was set up in in the northeast. Um, uh, Durham, Newcastle, and Sunderland, and they set up to um, just, just to get people cycling. Really, just to, no um, real um, aim, just just to get you know people together on bikes, just having a ride. No real pressure. Um, although they've got a they've, they've got they have got ambitions to form a little bit of a team together and do uh, some racing events. But but that's not their main aim. I mean, they may may do go off have, have a, sort of a separate thing to that. But they, they organise these um, coffee club rides once a month, and uh, from and it's and they, they ride from. Uh, have you ever been to Sunderland? Mm. Yeah, they've got a, yeah, they've got um, uh, like a, a bit like Cleethorpes really. They've got a, a beach, uh, or a promenade, and 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 they've got this um, this this. Coffee shop called uh, Fausto, uh, Fausto, um, and they've got their own their own brew and everything, and they sponsor um, Outlands uh, as well as myself, North Brew, Pariah, uh, and, and, and a few other uh, sponsors. Mm-hmm. And um, they they ride from there once a month, a group of amateur or, or beginner cyclists, and ride for about six or seven miles around um, Sunderland, come back to the to the uh, Fausto Cafe and have uh, coffee and donuts. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the donuts, the coffee, well, the coffee's brilliant as well. They've got their own um, their own brand uh, of coffee and mm. they've made one called uh, Race Brew uh, in conjunction with um, Outlands. So mm. it was, and that's really nice as well. So you can buy that from the shop. Yeah. Lovely. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds mm. good. So, Obviously, we've talked about your cycling now, um, and also you run a cycling business called VeloTool. So let's talk about VeloTool. What do they do in a nutshell? In a nutshell? Yeah. Um, well, initially, I set up as um, Rena Cycling, and, and that is me, my business name, really, Rena Cycling. Um, so I kept that. Um, VeloTool came along after it, but... We set up um, Reno Cycling with with an aim to 
building our own brand as well. Mm -hmm. so, so we built, we, we um, well, we, I, I set, we set up um, in 2021, during the, the COVID years. And um, I had a bit of a, had a bit of an um, epiphany, if you like. <laughs> um, this, but I wonder if, you know, reevaluating my life and thought, oh, I wonder if I could set up my own business. And mm. so I did, <laughs> which is, I decided, well, that, let's set up my own business. Uh, I had no money. <laughs> oh, just a credit card. Yeah, so I had no experience of selling. <laughs> I had no experience of anything to do with business. But oh, so everything I've learned, I've learned, you know, on the fly, if you like, so, and, and from a lot of people along the way. So, yeah, so we set up that, and, and about uh, six months or so later on, because uh, because we wanted to build our own brand, we were just coming up with names, decided to go with Velotool and designed a designed a logo and everything, and, and went from there. But our main aim was to um, provide top-quality products, uh, cycling products uh, and accessories um, to enhance the cycling experience really mm -hmm. just from based on my own experience of buying things over the years I bought rubbish stuff <laughs> I bought high-end stuff and and so I wanted to, to go somewhere in the middle but quite top 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 range but but not too expensive mm -hmm. so that everyone can afford them yeah so it's it's mainly kind of like you're you're out and so when you're out on the ride, it's it's your tools that you need for your mechanicals, isn't it? When you're out and about, yeah, your main, the main aim. Yeah, 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 yeah. The main aim is you know, to get you back on the road as fast as possible. Um, with, with, you know, especially in in the winter months when your hands are freezing cold and trying to change an in your in your bike is just horrendous, isn't it? We, we, mm. You can't get your your hands to move and all the rest of it, and you, you, so. Uh, that's why we decided, uh, decided to go with the, the CO2 pump. Mm -hmm. um, although it's not brilliant for the environment, but it's, it's, it does do a job. And you can recycle the, the canisters um, because they're made of steel and it, they, they can be recycled. So that's, that's not a problem. Don't, please don't chuck them away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, save them up and recycle them if you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, like you touched on there, so you do CO2 pumps um, mm -hmm. in the tubes and tyre levers and stuff like that, isn't it? Like your mobile, when you're out on the road, those yeah. those sort of tools. So what's your best-selling product? What do you sell the most of? Uh, well, um, our best-selling product is, is the actual um, little CO2 pump. Mm. Um, we do a bundle, um, which we, we uh, sell on my website and we sell on Amazon as well. And uh, the pump and five canisters. Um, and that's, that is our, our best-selling product. So yeah, we're so we're so getting on for about, about two thousand pumps since we started. So yeah, so it's a it's a big seller. Yeah, good, good. Like so yeah. I know this is a bit like choosing from your children, but uh, <laughs> do do you have a favourite product that you do? Yes, uh, <laughs> I do have a favourite product, <laughs> and it's the first product we we designed ourselves. Um, it's, it's our essential cycling case, mm -hmm. um, which we, we do posts on Instagram every now and again, because because um, we noticed that most most pumps they don't come with a um, a case or anything like that to carry them with, or, or, and 
all the different brands out there that you just sell the pump on its own. So I thought, let's look, I wonder if we could design a case, um, a purpose-built case um, for, for this pump. Um, so, we, so we designed our own mini case, which neatly fits in your back pocket. Um, it's waterproof, durable, um, and you can also, it's got a zip compartment in as well, which so you can put in, put in all your little um, tools, credit card, money, all the rest of it so uh, that's why we decided to design design that and and that is because it's we designed it ourselves that's uh that's my favorite product <laughs> oh, good stuff yeah. good yeah. stuff yeah it's it's something i need to look at actually like mm-hmm. the, the times that i've got random stuff just sort of shoved in my back pocket rather than mm-hmm. having it all neatly mm-hmm. compacted in one place and like you yeah. say you can kind of then you take that out one ride so then you put it on the side, so- and then you're not having to repack all your pockets because you know it's all in your yeah exactly. Your pack then. It's all it's there. Like, so it's still in your back pocket, and away and you, you go. Yeah, and you're good to go. So yeah, that, yeah, exactly, that yeah. is a good thing. That yeah, brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, what new things can we see in the future for Velo Tool? Is there any new products on in the pipeline? Well, so so based on a few chats we've had on with various people um, on the Insta, like yourself and John, and that. Um, it was quite like the thought of a, a bigger case. So um, I'm just trialing one at the moment. Um, a slightly bigger, well, a slightly big case, about you know, three or four inches. Well, well, no, about three inches bigger mm-hmm. than the, the mini case what I do already. And so you can fit a lot more in it. You can fit inner tubes in it. You can um, a, f- a few extra canisters or, or whatever, or some slightly bigger tools, maybe a mini pump in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm working. I'm just trialing one at the moment. It's looking pretty positive. So, I think I'm going to go with that, and um, that'll be my, my, my next um, main product. Uh, but I'm also looking at things like mini tools. Um, have you seen the little ratchet um, um, mini ratchet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking at um, looking at that type uh, as well. So. Um, I mean, a bit ro- more robust than because uh, I know if you know, um, I mean, in the past, you've the, the little multi tool sometimes they fall apart and you end up with loads of bits <laughs> and because uh, they're held together, not, not held together very well, mm. uh, eventually they just fall apart. So, uh, yeah, it's sort of like the Swiss Army knife kind of yeah. style thing. Yeah yeah, 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 I have had one of those fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, exactly that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that'd be good. Yeah, that little ratchet, it seems quite neat. That does, that's mm-hmm. in, that's yes, yeah. um, good, good stuff. So, um, I think we've asked one of those now. Um, let's just let's just jot that bit down. So, We'll move on to the um, final questions that we ask all of the guests. So obviously, as we spoke a little bit off air, you've listened to the podcast before, so you know what's coming now. Mm-hmm. You know what's coming now. Um, <laughs> are you a calf stop cyclist? <laughs> uh, well, I am and I'm not. I mean, I mean, okay. if I'm with company, I'm riding with somebody else or a group, a group then I'll definitely, it'll definitely be a calf stop. Um, but if I'm on my own, um, I don't tend to because I don't I, I don't ride that far most of the time. Every every now and again, I'll, I'll if I do a, a bigger ride, I will stop at a, a, a cafe, and um, 
so, so I enjoy enjoy the, a bit of company because I always stop at somewhere where you can where I know cyclists other cyclists will stop as well, so I can get a bit of a conversation going. <laughs> yeah, hand out some business cards, that kind of. Oh thing. well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if you do stop, what are you having? Um, mainly coffee now. Uh, I used to have I used to drink a lot of tea, but I've got I've got more into drinking coffee now. Uh, I, like, I like a bit of a caffeine kick. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just yeah. Americana, black, or yeah. Some, sometimes it's just a standard council coffee, you know, <laughs> or just <laughs> <laughs> cheap one, cheap and cheerful. Or, or sometimes I, I like um, I like cappuccinos or, or, or lattes if I'm going to okay. crash out of it. <laughs> yeah, being fancy. That's yeah, a bit, a bit fancy. Yeah. So, uh, dream bike, money, no object. Right. Um, yep. That's a you've asked this a few times, and there's so many beautiful bikes out there, carbon, mm. exotic, and all the rest of it. Um, most companies you can, you can get a, uh, out there, you can get the the high end, you know, ultra high end, ten thousand pound bike, and you know what the pros ride and all that. But but my my dream bike would actually be a steel bike because uh, from growing up and when my dad was cycling back in the day, um, he bought this um, custom built racer and uh, uh this before carbon before aluminium even so it was a, it was the older the uh, reynolds tubing um uh, steel frame but it was lightweight as well so it had all the all the racing components it was full com- campagnolo uh, running gear at um uh, so italia um saddle suede so it used to be suede coming you remember those ones yeah yeah <clears throat> Um, toe clips, <laughs> although I won't, probably won't go toe clips, but um, uh, and it, it was actually a beautiful bike. So um, and it was, like I say, lightweight, especially for the for the time mm-hmm. um, it was built back in the um, uh, early eighties. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think I would go go down that route. I think I would have custom custom uh, sprayed and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yes. as lightweight as lightweight as I possibly get it. Yeah, 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 because. Some people, I know, kind of like the same as that. Like you kind of you want to go the retro style with the the steel and stuff, but then you think I'd still like you say you don't want to go toe clips. You still have modern pedals. You probably still have modern brakes on it as well. Um, yeah, just for the safety aspect of of having not having cork brakes or whatever they mm-hmm. were back in the day. Um, yeah, yeah, kind definitely. of thing. And a lot of people are saying the custom paint job as well. I yeah. think it just gives it that edge, doesn't it? You know, yeah. you're not getting something off the shelf, so it's got to be. Yeah. It's more personal, different, yeah, to yeah. everything else. So it's yeah, mine. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Right, There's so. not another bike out there like it. And yeah, that's what uh, I like about it. Yeah, yeah, and, the, and, the, and the, the feel of steel as well. Actually, riding a steel bike is different. Yeah, to a, to a carbon bike. Um, my dad had a, a racer that I'm pretty sure he built up I don't know what it was I remember it being like this kind of really deep green coloured like he'd sprayed it himself not mm-hmm. a particularly good paint job or anything like that and I'd, I'd love to see if he still had that actually um, now thinking about it it just popped in my head and I thought yeah it's because mm-hmm. I remember it as a kid um, I remember having a a go on it when I was just about it was obviously miles too big but I had a little go down the road just to see and I remember just kind of a few pedal strokes and this bike was motoring and I just thought mm-hmm. oh my god this is so then my BMX at the time or whatever I had mm-hmm. um, so yeah it'd be interesting to see if he still had that I might see if ask him and 
see if we could dig it out because I'd love to yeah. see that now or have yeah. a ride on it now. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, having the experience of riding a nice modern bike um, mm-hmm. to then riding something like that would be would be great. So I might mm-hmm. uh, ask him about that. So if we could pop you anywhere in the world to go cycling right now, where would you go? Ah, yeah, it's a big question that because there's, there's so many nice places around the world. Um, there's obviously in this, especially in this country as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, about ten years ago, we rode um, the coast to coast. We did it on on mountain bikes, so we did it off road mm-hmm. um, and riding through the Lake District. Absolutely, that was my favourite part of the whole ride because of mm-hmm. just beautiful scenery around the lakes and all the rest of it. So, so yeah, I'd love to go there, but also because of um, Back in back in the day when I was in the Marines, uh, we, we went all over the world. So um, I'd love to go back to those places or some of those places and ride my bike there. Places like um, Egypt or um, Borneo, um, South America, uh, uh, Puerto Rico, and places like that. Yeah. So just just uh, something about because because when it, I don't know if you ever got in your car or you, you drive past a hill and something like. That. I wonder what it would be like to, to ride up that. Yeah. <laughs> and I always had the same thoughts when when um, when I was um, visiting these places. Or, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I love that. <laughs> I've done that a few times where you've suddenly just gone up, um, we've gone on holiday, I can't remember mm-hmm. where we were now, and a dr- riding, um, driving up this hill, and I was just yeah. like, oh, I'd love to take my bike up this. Like, yeah. as you're just driving up there, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant sometimes, and then you you kind of as as you mentioned yourself, there's so many lovely places in the UK to go. Well, I've got a bit of an affinity with the lakes, especially because that's where that big ride, that two six two ride that I'd done, um, mm-hmm. and I'd love to go back without having the pressure mm-hmm. of that big ride on, um, yeah. and just go and do sort of a mm-hmm. fifty sixty miler in that area, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which I, I've got to do one day. I think it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to join on that. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. We can do like that together. That'd yeah, because I'd like to just ride the loop. So the the two six two ride that I did, it was ten laps of the lake, which is mm-hmm. um, and it's twenty twenty six point two miles. It's their marathon course mm-hmm. per lap, so you end up doing the two hundred sixty two miles after the ten laps. But um, yeah, it was it was beautiful. Like the first few laps, you're really enjoying like the views and everything and then all of a sudden it, it starts getting a bit tough and you're sort of 125 150 miles in and it's hard then and then you're a bit like i'm not enjoying this anymore and like mm-hmm. you say that pressure of yeah. um yeah. doing that big ride can be a bit mm-hmm. much but i'd love yeah just to go and do one lap of it and just really mm-hmm. soak it and, and yeah take and it enjoy it yeah that'd be great at um, your own leisure even yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um mm-hmm. yeah and then it's it's not too far for mm-hmm. you, is it really to mm-hmm. um, to get? It's about probably about two hours for me. Um, yeah, to get up there. Um, oh, yeah. to late, the late district. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's about the same, really. To be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely. We're on the, um, the east coast, so yeah, yeah. So it's, it takes about the same amount of time, really. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. definitely a bit further for me, but obviously mm-hmm. perhaps I've got a bit yeah. of, I've got a bit of run at it then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So I think we've come to the end of our little chat, Mark. It's uh, been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you yeah. very much. It's just, it, it, it's, I think there's only one thing I really mentioned uh, recently. Okay. Um we um a, a company got uh, in touch with me um called um Trivello. 
and 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 they set up um, to uh, it's more more of a, tri- a triathlon um, site, but uh, they cover all the disciplines, and they set up to, to as a company to, to review uh, products and to help um, future customers of of all all the disciplines uh, make more informed choices. Okay. So um, they set up to and, and they review um, your products for you. Mm. So basically, they said it would got in contact with me. So, oh, your, your products look really good. Um, they, 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 um, look, you know, really do well if if um, if you actually we actually got them reviewed. So, mm-hmm. uh, what they do, they've got about two hundred cyclists or something, uh, or, or athletes, which um, give various products to, and they use them for about six weeks, and then. Do a, a written review and with a, 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 a YouTube video as well. So we've that's recently just got that back and uh, really pleased with the way that's um, gone. And uh, because uh, uh, four point five stars out of five, so I was well happy with that. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's a really good view. So, so you can find it on on YouTube. Just type mm-hmm. in uh, Trivelo Velo Tool, or mm-hmm. you can go on the Trivelo website and. And uh, they can, uh, you'll find it there. Yeah, and also just speaking of of websites as well. So, do you want to give yours a mention as well, so people can look at your products as well? Yes, it's uh, obviously www.velotool.co.uk, and uh, we, we we don't run the Reno Cycling website anymore. Mm. That was our first website, but uh, yeah, that's that's our our main website. Um, and also, so, you're on Amazon as well, aren't you? Yeah, we are on Amazon um, and eBay, uh, so, so kind, of, kind of like bring free businesses in one, if you like. So yeah, it's, it's, it's full on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's. I think we've just about covered everything then. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Yeah, I really appreciate your time today, Mark. It's been absolutely brilliant having you on. Thank you very much. Re- really enjoyed it myself. Thank you. Thanks, Cheers, thanks for having us on. No problems. Thanks a lot. So that was great talking to Mark there. We really do appreciate Mark's time for coming for him coming on the show. What a fantastic business he's got, Velo Tool. You've just got to check it out. It's for all those cycling essentials that you need when you're out on the side of the road. It's the worst time, isn't it, to get a mechanical or anything like that. So you always need good, reliable tools. So check them out. Velo Tool available on Amazon, obviously on the website that Mark shared today too as well. And we'd also just like to mention that he's also in CP Cycles in Hull. So if you're in the general area of CP Cycles, he's stocked in there as well. So then you're not having to wait for delivery or pay the delivery charge. If you're in the local area, pop into CP Cycles in Hull and they've got they've got it all in stock there. Fantastic. And as he said, he's also got some new products coming out soon as well. So that's very interesting. There's always products in the pipeline. And as he said, the next one is a little ratchet set, which he's shown me pictures of now as well. And it does look absolutely brilliant. It comes with a carry case as well. So that's a, another fantastic little bit of kit there as well from Velo Tool. So check them out. So once again, I thank Mark for his time. I also thank you for listening. I've been Steve, the Velo 21 guy. Take care and I'll see you soon.